Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It's time for another episode of the Young Grognard, Grognard the Young, with a campaign, Perkins of the Herald of Steel, with the adventure series, The Queen, and the quest, The Way of the Queen. The party have officially infiltrated the lizard folk ruins out here in some strange-looking, snaky kind of tunnel out in the middle of the swamps. They're following a certain shamanistic-looking lizardly leader who brought a bunch of bullywugs and a bunch of strong boys down into here. Strong boys left after the party tailed them in a desperate attempt. Uh, but at this point in time, they appear to have been ambushed by something of a spell when attempting to get the jump on a couple of dastardly lizards and some spooky lizard folk. So at this point in time, we join our party as they immediately take some damage from Le Fleur. Uh, the floor itself, with a spiky overgrowth beneath you guys, reaches up for a chomper and deals six points of damage to everybody. And it seems like the individual spines kind of revert back into the ground as this happens. So, for what it's worth, y'all get to do your surprise action, because it doesn't seem like whatever was on the other side expected this either. So, let's get initiatives going, shall we? Oof. 22. Okay. I got 10 and 15, by the way. I rested on 4 before rolling over to 18. Dang. 18? So did I... Oh, swag. Damn, Norhill's in the front. Oh, man. You say nat 20? What does Darzak have for yeah. natural number? A natural 20. Oh, that's it? You don't have a dex bonus? But okay, it's, a, it's, a nat, it's a nat 20. It's You're the best. Crit initiative. That doesn't uh, that doesn't happen. You should. All right. Okay. I'm taking it into accounting. Uh, okay. And so with that, it goes Klika, Jarzak, Norhill. I imagine Anton got below an 18. I got a 17. Oh, oh all right. That kind of scared me for a second because I was waiting to be like, Ronnie waited to tell me she had a 19. She just wanted to wait until I had no, it in my head. No, no, no. Okay, so, I mean, technically, then, okay, then my two groups go last. Okay, so with that, Klika gets to jump with the surprise. Are they in melee range? Uh, no, they're around the corner. Okay, I guess Klika will... Um... I mean, if you guys want to say that during your little surprise, you jump into that spot around the corner then that's fine, but it'll be a conga line for you guys as well. You guys are at, like, the bottleneck. So you can have a prepared action on your surprise. I'll allow that. 
I mean, I had my prepared to just cast Shadow Blade, so... As a bonus action, right? Yeah. So you can prepare the action to attack. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so yeah, I guess Klika... Well, no, she'll move up and attack. She'll be moving into, like, a bottleneck, so it won't be able... Like, you won't be able to have other people scoot in. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Okay. The way that you and Norhill are standing in the front, you manage to block off that space. But if you move right in, nobody will really be able to help in and, like, get in and help you. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, so now it goes to Jarzak. What's Jarzak's plan? Well, I don't get an attack when I move in, or... Oh, you are moving in. I thought you were just yeah. standing here with the prepared yeah, 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 action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Oh, damn. Okay, so you leap around the corner, and you see a couple of dinosaurs on these big-ass leather leashes held by lizard folk who are struggling to hold them back. And as you peep around the corner, it seems like all of a sudden they're like, <clears throat> and so with that, you can go ahead and make your attack on whichever of the group of four. This room over here seems to open up uh, a bit more than the uh, corner. So it does seem like this little corner piece is really the only bottleneck available. Um, but the room that they're in, uh, it opens up to another about 20 foot by 20 foot um, intersection of hallway. I'm like around the corner now, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... Uh, You're at like the point of the elbow shadow. corner. Yeah, I'm going to attack with my shadow blade and up to apply booming blade on one of the dinosaurs. Okay, and so is that a melee attack or is that a throne? That's a melee attack. Okay, so go ahead and let loose. Can I get the D4 as well? Just get you in the mood for it. Bless, Ronnie, bless. No yawning on the podcast. Get three points. Okay, so that's a 22. <laughs> yeah, 22 swag. So go ahead and roll the damage. Is this where I drop the ceremonial question? What does Shadow Blade do anyway? So shadow blade, when you cast it, creates no, don't do no. You're not. You're not. Supposed, <laughs> you're just supposed to say the damage. What's it look 14. like? Fourteen. It does fourteen. <laughs> okay, and this thing is bloodied already. What does it look like though? Um. So yeah, as Klika came around the corner, she just sort of capped her hand together to make sort of like a open palm on top of her fist and when she pulled her palm away there was a blade of shadow there and she uses that to stab the dinosaur did you want to continue with 14 like damn did you want to continue with a move action to like scoot back so it has to move towards you yep okay i figured i'd throw you that one because i figured that's going to be helpful um swag okay so that, just... that was the plan the whole time yeah oh, okay just making sure um okay so yeah stabulicious um so now we can roll on to Jarzak. Oh, is the other one right next to it? Indeed. Oh, uh, I'm going to spend a sorcery point uh, and do twin spell and make an attack against that one as well then. Okay. It counts as a spell attack to do the attack with the Shadow Blade? To, if I'm doing Booming Blade, yes. Because the Booming Blade is the attack. And so... That's a soft 20 without bless. Huh. Fancy schmancy. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and roll the damage for that one too. So how does that look? Did you make two blades then, or is it just... Um, no, I think what, like, Klika sort of 
Um, I don't know how clean. But you'd like magic toss the work. blade, like swipe, and then toss it in the other hand and swipe. I would almost say like unnaturally, it like the shadow of the shadow blade almost, I guess, or like. Klika's shadow maybe came down and struck the other one. It seemed like it also got hurt. It takes 10 psychic damage. Okay. And then Klika's gonna move back. Swag. Okay, and so they're both wreathed in Booming Blade now. Yes. Okay. Damn. Okay, so now it goes to Jarzak. Uh, Jars, how far do I have to move to be able to see into them? Uh, about 15. That'll, and that. that'll bring you to base. And then you'll be at disadvantage if you're making a spell uh, Yeah, I was trying to, to be at a range still. Uh, yeah, you'd be, you could do it. You'd be at a five foot. I'll give it to you. Even though they're a large creature, I'm not going to use their reach on you around the corner. Okay, yeah. Well, because. Okay. Yeah, because we you... did, me and uh, Anton didn't move in at all, so I didn't know no. if that was. No, right, right. I'm, I'm giving it to you. You could also. Pre- prepare for when they come around the corner if you want to do that. Because I don't... Yeah. Did Kalika uh, move back to the rest of the party or just step back like yeah. 10 feet? Okay, cool, cool, No, cool. she moved back to like the choke point with Norhill. Word up. She also okay. points to her sh- the frills on her shield and then goes like this and then points around the corner. <laughs> so like, she's Jarzak. still in stealth mode. That's what I expected. Jarzak's gonna use his bonus action movement to get up to them. Okay. And he's gonna attack them with a green flame blade. Okay. And what is the green flame blade that's uh, fancy schmancy? You can give me the short and sweet of it. It does damage to another creature near the first target. Okay. And it's just if you hit? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I didn't figure there's a save. one point from boss 100 um is i don't know why that joke keeps coming they're surprised or not it is at advantage okay come on spooky bug battle uh, you said a plus one yeah. 18 to okay. hit that's a hit uh that's 15 damage. On the first one? Yeah. And yep. was that the one that was already bloodied? I I'm, Weren't both of them hit? Yes, but one of them's bloodied, meaning it's already passed like half health. Uh, yeah, I'd go for the healthier looking one. Okay. So that one now becomes bloodied. Okay, and then it's going to be... <laughs> it's just your charisma modifier damage to the other one. Is it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, it's also the extra D8 to that one, so three additional damage to that main target. Okay. No, you don't get the extra D8 until level five. Oh, lame. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, just uh, four extra to the other guy. The okay. one that was bloody previously. And then Jarzak's gonna run away okay so both of them look heartily wounded at this point um and now it goes to norhill norhill is going to prepare his action to attack whatever is going to come running at us from the other side of the corner okay 
Will he continue to take damage from still standing on the spiky stuff? No, the spikes retreated. Okay. And now goes to Anton. Then casting blasts and aren't doing. Any casting anything else to break the concentration, right? Only no. another spell that requires concentration yeah. to break concentration. Mm. You can go into a defensive stance if you'd like. Yeah, I'm like I could do that, or I could do sacred flame. Okay, yeah, you could prepare that if you see something come around the corner. Yeah, because that doesn't require concentration. I'll prepare sacred flame if necessary. Sacred flame, indeed. And so that, you're, you're catching Norhalitas. <laughs> sacred flame. Um, and so with that, uh, and so with that, I caught it from someone else. So at this point, because the uh, um, that was all surprise round. So if people wanted to, they could go again because that's technically surprise, right? And then as far as initiative goes, you guys all went ahead of them anyway. So technically you get an entire other turn. But there's a part of me that thinks cinematically speaking, because you stepped on the spikes, it probably would have alerted them. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do that. I gave everybody the benefit of the surprise round with advantages and stuff like that. So I think we're even, Stevens. I think we're even I want to kill two dinosaurs with Blooming Blade. I was yeah, going to say, I'm, we're finally going to get <laughs> to let this spell pop. So how much damage did you do? Because both the dinosaurs let out one large shrill screeching noise. You hear the frills unravel around the corner and start flipping and flopping, and they're coming running. And so what does the Blooming Blade do for damage when they both move? Uh, each one takes a D8 of thunder damage. Uh, one of the D8s was a 6, and the other one was an 8. So Okay, so they both dropped dead. Um, <laughs> which is kind of nice that Jarzak went for the other one and kind of even out their health like that because they yeah. both needed that about that much to die. <laughs> so with that, you hear them like start to let out that like screeching re-noise and they start running around the corner and all of a sudden you just hear the implosive like and they both just and fall dead to the ground and you can hear in Draconic, the lizard folk behind starts like screeching and letting out a noise like, uh-oh. And they're like... They're like, protect the Hydra. Protect the multi-headed god. So, sounds like they're still ready to go. Um, and so with that, those two come charging around the corner. Um, uh, and so now we have the prepared action. So Norhill and Anton can both put off an attack. I'll let Norhill go first because he's first on initiative. So I get, I get the attack. Did you say anything else about the attack? No. Okay. Uh, Ryan, can I get the D4? Yep. Bless, 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 bless. Two. One. Oh, two. 14. What was it? 14. A 14? Okay, a yep. 14 does hit. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be five points of piercing damage as I catch him in the leg with the point of the war pick. Okay, and he lets out a wailing screech, and you can see him prepare his club and start swinging at a couple practice swings, letting off huge whooshes of, of air as he does. Uh, now uh, we can go to Anton. So let's say the one on the left has a couple of feathers left in him, and the one on the right doesn't. So Anthony with Norhill hit the one with the feathers. Uh, who does Anton want to hit with the sacred flame? The naked uh, just... one. Just a quick question to clarify. How wide is the hallway they're coming out of? Ten feet. Okay, so they're right next to each other on each side. Mm -hmm. And then 
it would be me and Norhill just directly in front of them, or are we at the exit of the hallway on like the? You're right like at like the, the precipice of the door, like the right at the threshold, sort of. Okay, so but is there room on the side for each of us? So technically, the it'd be like twenty feet, and then the ten feet in the middle where they're going to be coming out of. Do you know what I mean? If there was a character adjacent to both Norhill and Kalika facing that direction, you could hit on the diagonal if this was a board. Okay. So you could theoretically have four melee characters in that front line of the doorway and hit on diagonals. Okay. That little pile up there. Um, so, Anton, who are you hitting? The left or the right? I'm hitting the naked one. The one with the feathers. You could have said the one with the feathers. Why is he naked now? Now it's canon, Ronnie. <laughs> now it's canon. Oh. Wear clothes. I, just, I mean, I these ones did, but now they're... they don't. <laughs> no, no, they still doesn't. do. That one doesn't. Okay, that one has to be a dex of 13. Well, hey, man, what happens in the grotto? Why that one's in the cave. What happens they... in the grotto stays in the grotto, okay? Yeah, that one's down here in the cave with dinosaurs because they don't let him in town. <laughs> one question answered. Oh, but he passed on the save. Oh, okay, then nothing happens. So in his beautiful naked resilience, he, he deftly dodges to the side, passing your deific destructive power. Um, okay, and both of them now run up to the front line and start swinging in on the melees. Um, so with that... Honk, honk. One of them tries to swing in with his club at Klika, and he got at a 19. Ooh, okay, at disadvantage. So now he got a 12. All right, that does not hit. Okay, and so he swings in now with his second attack, and that would be with his chomp. I take it this one's not a disadvantage? I only got that once. Okay, so this one's a 17 on the hit. Kliga uh, will cast shield. Okay. To bring her armor class up to 22. God damn. Okay, fair enough. And now the second one starts swinging in on Norhill. Uh, that one got a 22 with a swing with a heavy club. That is higher than 18. Okay. And so with that, do, 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 fancy heavy club, and we deal eight points of damage with a hefty swing across the jaw, getting a retributive strike for stabbing him in the leg. Norhill is looking bloodied. That's when we get, we, get, <laughs> we get a sweet chomp in from the lizard uh, with the feathers, uh, and it misses as Norhill... Uh, ducks to the side after getting clonked in the head. The lizard folk assuming him to stand still for this. Um, okay, and then that's it for their turn. Now it goes to Kalika at the top of the round. Okay. Um, Kalika, how far back are is Anton from Kalika? Uh, I would say directly adjacent. Anton is? Mm-hmm. They both are. You said from, from Norhill and Klika? Yeah. Yeah, they're like a second I thought row. they were 15 feet. Oh, I didn't okay. think so. Because you guys yeah. stepped back to the doorway, so. It's also kind of funny yeah, that the um, two shortest people are in the very front, as if, like, kind of defeating the purpose of anybody standing behind you. Because, like, you guys are still, like, like head and shoulders above the front line. So it's, it's just funny thinking, like, the defensive front line We have line to jump up and swat the stuff out of the air. Yeah, yeah. man. Interception. Klika, so what's the plan? Klika's got jumps. Oh, yeah, um, Klika is going to move 
around to be uh, if she can directly behind the one who attacked uh, Norhill. Unless she can make some sort of move to move through them, she will not be able to unless she's going to be just stepping through them. You know what I mean? Because you can't walk and through an enemy. Creature. So. Yeah, she is small. So but That doesn't mean that she gets that. Isn't that only a halfling thing? That one kind of halfling that can do that? No, it's small creatures are able to move through other like medium creature styles. Hmm. I always thought that was just a halfling thing. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That's the other one where they can hide in the crowd or whatever. Hide behind medium creatures. That's yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna be able to do that. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, you're gonna go for the flanking with uh, Norhill. I mean, yeah, if it's possible. But if not, I'm just gonna set up for someone else to move into a flank with it. But essentially, yeah, it just wants to get at the one who attacked Norhill. Yeah, definitely. You can move right behind it. All right. Cool. Old feathers, McGee, not the naked one. <laughs> Ooh, god damn. Okay, so that's a nat 20. So this will be good. Alright, so that's a 29 to hit. Damn. Happy to be critting with you. Yeah. You gotta be critting me. Alright. Her, her, where's the, come on, give me the Jared laugh. I, I said you gotta be critting me. I deserve a Jared laugh. Nope, you want it too bad. Fucking okay. That uh, hurt way more than it should have, ow. And that's 21 damage. Jesus Christ. So yeah, you lobotomized that one that stabbed Nor I mean smacked Norhill in the head. And did you do that with the shadow blade? Yes. Okay, so what does it look like to kill it? Uh I think Klika um sort of quickly and deftly like bobs under or between the uh, Lizardman who had attacked her's legs and then gets behind the one that was coming down on Norhill and just puts her blade like just up and through the ribcage into the heart. And okay. it just sort of just goes right in no resistance. Sure. Okay. And so with that, the thing kind of lets out a couple of swings at you very limply and falls against the wall, smacking its head on it as it falls down, leaving behind the naked one. Um, okay. And is that it for your turn? Um, yeah, I won't use any of my other resources right now, so yes. Okay, so now it goes to Jarzak. Jarzak's gonna Eldritch Blast the one who's been plucked. We, uh, we know it's 20, the naked one. 25 to hit. Okay, that's a The hit. naked one sounds like a failed old god. <laughs> it really does. And you got a bonus two points. Just What'd you get? Total? 22 now? 21. Word. Okay. What's the damage? Uh, great. Two damage. <laughs> Nicky boy lives again. Should have just ran up and hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to would tell. have had flanking too on it. Yeah, well, I... you you said you moved up to the other one, so I didn't know if I would have it on that one. So yeah. oh yeah, I mean, the naked one attacked me. Yeah. That's right. Technically, technically, you could have moved up in a way that we could say if you had asked, like, "Can I move up for flank?" I would have given it to you that way. But unless you like specifically asked for it, it wouldn't have worked out oh, that and way. And then, uh, so Jarzak's gonna see that he didn't die, and then uh, move up right in front of him. Okay. So he storms right on up, right in front of the lizard folk, and the lizard folk with Wait, the actually, elders... he's he's gonna walk past him. 
Oh, okay, right. Now that there's only one. There okay. you go. <laughs> so you just go waddling past yep. him as he starts to put out the Eldritch Blast little nuggets of darkened flame and maggots off of him. Uh, two points damage worth, that is. And you walk past him and what, stand behind him? I like I'll go like ten feet past him. <laughs> okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, leaving his threatened area. Yep. Wait a minute. So I get the attack of opportunity. You sure yep. do. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. What the fuck is going on here? Why are you both smiling? Ooh! I got a crit. This okay, was... that's perfect. Oh, no. This is the retributive strike, isn't it? Oh, no. Wait <laughs> yeah, a minute. That's... Jer- Jared wanted to do more than two damage this turn and was willing to take a crit for it. That's a good way to put it. Ooh, that's not a good number to get. Okay. Ooh, I nearly got one point away from max damage on my crit. You take a solid 13 points of damage as you get clonked in the head as you walk all smug past it like, I'm going to fuck you all up. Right. Uh, he takes four damage for hitting me with my armor up. Okay. And then... Yeah, that's it. Oh, you're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> Wait, what's going on? I don't like the ominous laughing back there, okay? I like show my cards every chance I get as the DM. Meanwhile, you two are like, okay, who's ready for a combo strike? Gold Eagle Alpha. No, I, I was hoping that four would be enough, but it wasn't. Because I, I forgot I had lost some. Because it, oh, no. it's, it's normally ten. These but... guys are also beefcakes. Like, these are these are tough boys. Couple of, couple of tough guys. Um, okay, and now it goes to Norhill. Uh, is it possible for Norhill to flank the naked one with Klika? Yes, you can take 10 foot of movement and like barrel roll to the side. Oh, he does a yeah, nice uh, fancy the Witcher style pirouette. I, you know, I was actually just going to say a dwarvish pirouette. <laughs> Twinkle toes. Also, I like that Ronnie, every time I mention that it's naked, is cracking up over there a little bit. And the best part so is proud of she said it first, too. And yeah. now there's just a god somewhere deep in the cosmos. It was birthed into existence because its name was beckoned, and it's just this big naked thing. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I have my bless? Yeah, my feathers. Ronnie, what's the bless number? <laughs> like, three. three. Twenty-two to hit. That's a hit. One would hope. Seven piercing damage. Okay, so this thing looks heartily wounded as you do a sweet barrel roll over. And what are you attacking with? The war pick? War pick. Okay. So that, that's, just... uh, that, that's Norhill's one and only melee weapon. Swag. So you take a sweet sidestep, pirouette, swing around the corner, and deck him in the ribs with a hearty puncture. And this thing looks like it is not doing well. But in religious fervor, it continues onward into Anton's turn. So Anton, you're a solid uh, five feet away from the thingy. Not adjacent, but there's a five-foot gap between you and it. What would you like to do on your turn? I feel like Norhill and now Jarzak are feeling the pain. I just wish that healing word, I could use it on more than one person. If you have cure wounds prepared, you can use that and it's a bit beefier. Or at second level, do you? No, you don't get access. I, I used up all my you? second level slot. What? Uh, you can launch a sweet ass fireball soon. I could do that. I just don't want it to hit someone and actually drop them. Oh, no, no. Well, I'm can't not saying do it do yet that. either way. <laughs> no, I'm saying don't do it. But if you want to do heals, there's ways to do good heals, but. I love the light cleric domain. It's like, yes, I worship. Oh, you have the sun. I used up all my second levels already. Fireball, you. 
Yeah, right. I'm here to cook them. Um, I mean, so. I know healing words a little better because it doesn't require a touch, but... I also will say that you might want to instead take care of the, the lizard if you can on your turn because, well, okay, never mind. It looks very heartily wounded. If you could land a hand on it, you might kill it, but right. I'll also say you're the only person left before it takes its next turn, so... What second level spells did you cast? She was upcasting um, in the combat with the lizards. Yeah, we never, like, rested. The I think oh, I yeah, it. we only took a short rest. Yeah, I think I did a Scorching Ray. No, the Burning Hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you double-casted Burning Hands. For what it's worth, that was very clutch for damage on those guys. So, I mean, that that feels like it was worth it. Maybe not now that people are wounded, but... Mm. Like, which one of you feels worse? (laughs) I mean, you did see Jarzak just walk up to this guy and then walk past him like... He's yeah, and, he's going and, to the next room. <laughs> I think I'm gonna give. Um, am I in? Am I in a? a can I can I get in touch and contact with Norhill and give him a cure wounds? Okay, so you just take like a five foot step over and lay a hand on Norhill's pirouetting shoulder. Yeah, I'll give you seven points of healing. Huzzah. Praise the cooking light. It's nice and warm to the touch. Um, Okay, and then now, last but not least, our lizard folk friend here is stuck in the middle, realizing he's in a bit of a bind um, and he's out of time, is looking to make a deal. Uh, He's stuck between the entire party, so he's going to, at this point, take one hearty swing with his club at Klika. And I got a 20. What was that? I said rude. I got a 22 on that. And he's going to take a chomp. Shield is still up, right? No. Okay. And he takes a chomp at Norhill with a 17. Would it be at disadvantage because I'm near Norhill or or not? So because we're flanking, we're on the lizard, so you're not within five feet of me. Okay. So with that, um, did that mean I hit on Klika? Unless Ronnie can use her reaction to cause disadvantage on something? Yes. I... No, my only reaction is if they actually attack me. Oh, it's you. Okay. That's yeah. so, right. Yeah, that's that the one we figured out. Uh, you take three points of damage on the backswing, and that's it for its turn. And so this thing on its last leg takes a swing as hard as it can, but you can tell this thing's lost its fighting spirit at this point, and it's moving on steam. So goes to Klika for the next round. Klika is going to finish this thing off. Maybe. Can I get Bless? Actually, does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 does hit. Who have two points, by the way? Now it's a 17. And it doesn't hit anymore. 10 damage. (laughs) Y'all got greedy. Too high. It's an armor class range. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on a bell curve. So Uh. go ahead and... That's kind of interesting to think about. To, to make. Okay, I'm done nerding out about that. Um, so describe your kill. Uh, I think Klika's going to just like swing the shadow blade uh, like as if she was decapitating it, but the blade seems to just go through the lizard and then it just falters for a second or stops for a second and thinks, did she just miss with it? 
And then it just spits out a bunch of blood as if like everything inside of it were cut, but the outside's fine. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> um, and so with that, um, yeah, so this one falls to the ground dead in a heap. And that leaves all of what appears to be the guards at the entrance dead. Made some pretty short order of them, I suppose. So, does anyone need one more heal before I take a nap? They're not long so rested in here. Did Jarzak see anything going 10 feet past where he was, like into uh, the other room? No, you just look down the corridor and you can see it ends at like a T intersection. Okay. So, are the color of the frills on these dinosaurs cooler than the color of the frills I took? No. Okay. Then Cleek is good. Cleek needs one of every color. Yeah, I mean, if if the ones she got were like, like molted, lame colors, and these ones were like really sweet and bright and vibrant, obviously she's gonna swap out. Man. But if it, if if she got the good one on the first try, all set. <laughs> no need to re-roll that. Um, okay, so then, was there anything else that had to happen before the party moves forward? Does Jarzak need to heal? Uh, I mean, yeah, if you, if you want. I'll give you a but, cure I mean, I like, I'll, Jarzak will be fine, you know. Are you, are you, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Good, I don't, what? No, nor he'll needs heals. From the huge, like, lizard folk bite wound in his side. Wait, I already healed you. You need more? No, no, no. He was saying that Jarzak was, yeah. was bleeding from the wound. Jarzak's acting tough. Even <clears> oh, well, yeah, then I'm going to heal you. Stop acting tough. No, I, it's, I am tough. That's it's different. <laughs> this isn't an act. Not an act. It's right. a con score, not a charisma, Ronnie. Yeah. Except... It, well, in this case, <laughs> you get eight points of um, health back. Praise the sun! And um, I'm officially out of prepared spells. Oh my god! Spells yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then just Ronnie's panic to giggle. Just <laughs> the Grimlocks move in, swoop in yeah. sensing a lack of light. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the That's light on your shield sputters out. <laughs> it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> just and all of a sudden the little Grimlocks come peeping. Um, I can so, search the bodies real quick. Yeah, as you peek them over, you can see that um, amongst them, there's really not much other than some raw shanks of meat that appear to maybe have come from Bullywug, or perhaps something like it something giant and lizard-like, some sort of swamp-dwelling thing. But it's raw, and it's in a small sack. Um, it's also on the naked one. You search the naked lizard folks' sack and find a nice heap <laughs> of meat. Pickled frog legs? <laughs> yeah, pickled frog legs and grass-clipping soda. Um, <laughs> cuts. Um, but at this point, uh, you can also tell that one of them has a small necklace with a, gun a couple of, like, crystals at the bottom of it. It looks like it's worth about 25 gold pieces total. It's nice, but it's kind of dingy. It's nice for a lizard, man. Truly. Not us high society individuals. So, oh, with that... I'll take it. Okay. And so, uh, if there's no other preparations, where would you guys like to go? What would you like to do? 
say marching orders before? Yeah. And, uh, are there multiple paths that we could take, or is this just a hallway that leads us down? When you make it to the end, there's a perpendicular sort of intersection here where you can go to the left or to the right. Uh, down the pathway to the left, you can see that there's another split set of paths, and to the right, you can see another split set of paths, both of them with two ways to go. Awesome. <laughs> left or right? Well, there's one for cool. each of us. Yeah, everybody split up. <laughs> All right, gang, let's split up and search for clues. Um, Norhill says go right. Okay. Is that the plan? Yeah, I can't think of any way of getting around that. Um, yeah, sure. So the party turns right. I don't know if listen check or if as a dwarvish thing, if you can like check for like tremors or anything in the earth. No, those are the older editions, but oh, that's where um, the Jared did make a comment about her saying a listen check. What's that about? Oh, only when the DM does it, that's the only time we're going to say that something's funny for name the wrong skill. Is that what's going to happen? Well, yeah. Yeah. Stone cunning is not as useful as it used to be. It's the difference between the one running the game and just the player asking a question, you know? You know what? I'm so <laughs> over this. Rocks fall and Jared dies. IRL. Not Jarzak. I, I'm speaking to Jared. Uh, <laughs> right. I just installed one of those things with one long-ass string. I just pull it from over here. <laughs> um... <laughs> But okay, so as you start heading down this uh, right-hand path, you can see immediately to your left, the door hanging sort of aj uh, uh, ajar. Uh, looking inside with a quick peek using the light from Anderton's shield, you guys can see very clearly, this must have been something of like a guard barracks where you can see a hefty bit of stone with a couple of those leash tie-offs on the end of it and a few beds set up in here. So it looks like those lizard folk and the dinosaurs must have come from this room as you're only about 20 or so feet away from that hallway stretch. So it looks like this must be where they came from. But as you proceed farther down the hall, you can see that there's another chamber with no door on it. Uh, inside, there's a few stalagmites in here that seem to be have uh, like carved out in the images of like crocodilian looking critters. And beyond them, uh, about 20 feet or so deeper into the room, you can see an altar that's covered with like um, cooking supplies, carving supplies, and something that may at one point have been a bullywug or some sort of giant lizard. Kind of smells like the naked lizard folk sack. I'm just going to see how many things I can add to that to make it gross. <laughs> Whatever, Ronnie. You said he was naked, okay? Don't make that face. You know, I was thinking like a plucked chicken, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, you can say the plucked lizard. Well, that's still... Nothing sounds good <laughs> attached to that lizard folk. <laughs> But, okay, so is there anything you guys would like to do? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Anton, what do you make of the altar? Would you like to make do a religion check? Yeah, there you go. I, that's, I thought I smelled something. And this time it wasn't the naked lizard folk sack. Woo! I got an 11. I mean, you can tell just looking at the primitive uh, sculptures in here and seeing the altar adorned with meat. This must be the one that they keep talking about, about being the lizard god here, the Samanwa or whatever. It just makes all the sense in the world that this is like kind of an outpost where they would make sacrifices or pay homage or something like that. It's not particularly like super evil so much as just primitive and, and brutal. Like you don't want to get on the wrong side of this god, but this god doesn't seem to care much about like the greater schemes of evil in the world. You get what I'm saying? 
Yes. It's kind of like Chrome. I ain't give a fuck. <laughs> so, was there anything you guys would like to do with these two rooms? Press on? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's no, like, usable supplies, just keep moving. Okay. I mean, if you guys would like to go explore the barracks, I mean, yeah, the barracks there, you could find some stuff. Um, but apart from, like, a handful of knives and heavy clubs, this room's pretty much empty. There's a couple of heavy shields in here um, that seem to be made from, like, giant turtle shells. Um, but apart from that, it seems like... Charizard yeah. will grab one of those. Okay. And just, turtle shield. Yeah, picks it up, looks at his shield, looks at that, just puts his shield down and <laughs> walks off with the turtle shield. This okay. is cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, shiny. <laughs> um, and then okay. just puts it on his back because he's he's holding his axe with two hands. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Teenage um, Mutant Ninja Jarzak. Teenage Mutant Ninja Jarzak. Covered in maggots. Warlock power. <laughs> oh. Wait, that actually works still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, teamwork. Okay, uh, and so with that, the party heads down the left-hand chamber, um, and there's the two ways to go here. Would you like to go to the left or the right on this side? Right. I would. <laughs> right it is. <laughs> yeah, to the right. The perimeter of this place. Okay, so the party heads to the right, if that's what I've gathered from everybody jumping in there. Um, and you go around a corner, and you can see an interesting statue set up back here that seems to be made of stone that's not native to this tunnel. Uh, and as you look at it, it sits upon something of like, I don't want to say a marble, but it's a very fine-looking, almost smooth stone on the ground. But it's kind of like the size or at least height of like a big-ass birdbath. And there's a stone sculpture that kind of rises out of that. And it looks to be five individual heads um, looking like a hydra with gemstones adorning the eyes of each and every single one of them. Are so, the gemstones a specific color? Oh, Ronnie. It's moments like this that I'm like, you definitely played AD&D games with me before. You look over each and every one of the individual eyes with the shining glint of your shield, and you can see that four out of the five heads have topaz eyes, and two of them have quartz eyes that seem to have almost like a color behind it to make it look like they're the same color, but they're certainly not. Oh, Ronnie, that was so specific. <laughs> and that one seems to be on the, on the far left side. So can I actually make a stone cunning check to try to determine if the stone isn't native? Where did it come from? Uh, sure. I guess I would say that, yeah, go ahead and make the uh, investigate the history check, isn't it? History. Yeah. Can okay. I give, or do you have advantage on it? Because uh, of stone? Uh, so the way stone cunning works is it doubles my proficiency for the history check. Can I give him the help action? Because I have a proficiency in history. Yeah, I'll give it to you on this one. I can picture the conversation. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say so. So you can have advantage on it, Anthony. Well. Okay, so as you guys kind of spitball ideas back and forth, it seems like it came from outside, and it seems like it came from higher up on this rocky setup here. Somebody might have carved it out of something like that, or it might have come from a quarry. It's kind of hard to tell because it's so, like, water-worn, but it does seem like it probably came from somewhere that's not deep within a mountain. So... Hard to tell, but it doesn't look like utterly foreign, like like some master craftsman made it. It still looks primitive, but of nice enough construction that something's going on. So does Anton tell us about the different gems? 
I'm looking, I'm looking at them, and are the heads, like, all facing different directions? Are they all facing one direction? Like, They're all facing uh, down the hall towards you guys, because it's at the very end of the hall, almost against the wall perfectly. But the heads kind of fray out. If, like, you open up your hand and, like, went for a high five, it kind of looks like that, where the heads all kind of, like, fork out enough. Is it, I don't know, I don't know much about hydras, but I do find it odd. One of them has a different eye color. <laughs> We're going to capture a Hydra. Uh, I don't know much about him, but <laughs> I'm hoping to find out. Oh, this one? Jarzak's going to poke the eyes of the different one. Okay. And as you just poke at it, they're fixed in there. It doesn't seem to move or anything. But as you two who noticed it and start looking around at it, um, you can tell that there's a seam on the side of it, almost kind of like how on like action figures, how they have like that leg seam. So you can tell it rotates or something like that. So both of you guys can see that now that you've moved closer. But it's very subtle, and it almost seems like the dust and water wear has kind of covered it a little bit so that you can't really see it at first. I'm going to try pushing it, turning okay. it whatever way I think it'll move. So as the uh, primordial human and, and half-orc over here just poking in the face and grunting like apes, uh, eventually Anton grabs it and pulls it back like a saw machine. Just... <laughs> Just picture that scene. Picture that scene from uh, Zoolander mm -hmm. in the computer. It's, it's simple. <laughs> so Anton pulls on it, and the thing arcs back, and you can hear like a grating stone as you pull back with all your might, and a bit of stone to the side of you seems to unhinge, and you can hear a bit of stone kind of like shift a little bit. And as you guys look over, Norhill, accustomed to stone, and very much so with Kalika trying to figure out the nature of the marble or whatever it is, stone, versus the wall. As you guys are looking at the wall with hands on it, you guys even feel the stone kind of like slide a little bit back. So it feels like a secret door may have just opened up a little bit. A clever discovery. Good work, you two. <laughs> <laughs> Jarzak still beating on it. <laughs> just like, it? Oh, Anton's oh. cleaning bugs off of Jarzak and eating them. <laughs> like, Patrick, the Orb of Confusion isn't even on anymore. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> so, uh, as you do that, uh, you can see before you a uh, very stale smelling room that smells less like, uh, less like water, kind of like the rest of the tunnel, and more just like stale dirt and earth. And as this secret door pivots open a little bit, you guys see before you a room that's about 20 feet by 20 feet. And it's sort of more of like a circular room as if carved out at one point on purpose and not so much like a naturally made cavern. Um, but uh, all over the floor and at individual points, you guys can see like sacks of coins have been kind of piled up in here, very primordial sacks, maybe animal skins, um, as well as, I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm going to double check it, um, as well as a few pieces of cloth. There seems to be a fancy pendant on the floor, and you guys can see something of what looks almost like a flute or a blowgun or something like that, with a bunch of feathers dangling from the end of it that look oddly reminiscent of the feathers that adorned that one fancy lizard folk's head. So what would you guys like to do? I'm gonna check the pendant out. Okay. So he's gonna go in the animal skin sacks. Okay. Did Click and Jarzak want to dive at anything in particular? Can Klika add some of the feathers to her shield? Pluck them from the blowgun. Yeah. So as you okay, and then did Jarzak want to do anything? Jarzak was gonna check out the blowgun, but that's fine. 
I mean, you two can both go over to it. It's just that as you, uh, so we'll start off with Anton. As you head over there and you pick up the uh, amulet and look at it, it's made of what could almost be described as like elven silver. Like it's just so perfectly like pearly white silver, but the overall like pendant at the end of it looks like a couple of hands adorning a red gemstone and holding it close. And once you look closely, the actual stone seems to be like heart shaped. Um, it seems to be of some magic quality as you pick it up and it feels almost warm to the touch and you feel some sort of same reminiscent feeling as when you heal people, as you pick it up, you feel like the same sense of like positive, like energy within it. Um, as you're looking around Norhill, on the other hand, searching around in the sacks and stuff, you find a small bag on the ground that when you pop it open, seems to be filled with some sort of rare and very nifty looking spices. As you sniff at it, it seems very fancy and it seems like something some master cuisine artist of the dwarf and kind could make good use of, but a sack of spices this big could probably fetch 25 gold. Looking around, um, you find also what you thought was a sack, but it's actually like a hunter's cap. Uh, and it seems to be uh, like rimmed with some gold thread. Looks like it's worth about 25 as well. There's also a feathered ribbon on the ground amongst this pile of cloth worth also 25 gold. Um, and lastly, the uh, two chuckleheads walk up to the blowgun. And as you guys look it over, uh, Klika immediately dives down to go pick the feathers off. But as you two come close, you look and see this thing is like, it seems like it's made of some sort of bone. Um, it almost for a second to the two of you guys seems to like pop back to the Shendel grip and you get like a moment of like, perhaps this is dragon bone or some sort of like huge animal's bone that's been sort of like carved down fancily to some sort of super perfectly flat tube. Um, but as you look at it and see the feathers on it, you notice this thing is not just some regular blowgun. And even as you pick it up, it feels like lighter than air. It feels super sturdy like steel and the carvings all over it depicting uh, what appears to be a hydra with like interweaving heads. This thing must be a magical weapon. Is it a, is it like it's whistle, like a dog whistle? It's a blowgun, Ronnie. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a hydra just goes <laughs> bashing through the wall. <laughs> oh, click up it. Oh no, it's cannon. No, don't blow it. <laughs> Shoots a dart out, kills Anton. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You guys don't get everything you want. <laughs> but um, apart from... I know sorry. you really want these feathers, but like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't mind. I'll go pluck them off the, the bird lizard dude back there if you want some feathers. I think we... This could be useful. I mean, Klika thinks it'll still be good without the feathers. Maybe the feathers will make Klika's shield good. Oh no! Yeah, but we can get Klika. We can get Klika's shield new feathers. You don't want these old feathers. What color are the feathers? Look, they got dust on them. <laughs> they literally look exactly like the ones that are on the shaman leader. You have to get me the shaman. You have to get me the fancy lizard's feathers then. Somehow this feels reminiscent to fighting the priestess where like somebody's going to have to have the Jarzak moment where it's like, and then I kill the lizard for the feathers. I feel like we're going to have that because I'm going to forget that you guys even care about the fucking feathers on its head. But Jarzak will remember because Cleek is a pal. Yeah, Cleeks, you got you to gotta deal. Uh, that sounds good. 
Okay. And so as you guys fuddle it around in your hands and look over the blowgun, finding a few darts and a satchel next to it, about four of them in total, um, this thing is a plus one blowgun, and it does seem to be of master craftsmanship. Um, Norhill dusting around in the piles of uh, cloth back there in the old animal skins, you do find what appears to be a large sack that's kind of been covered by dirt and earth and stuff, but it's filled to the brim with silver pieces and gold pieces. Nice. This will be a good one to carry back. And it Before seems that, like in total, there's about 700 silver pieces and 70 gold pieces in here. Jesus Christ. Think of how much bread that could buy for orphans. I know! <laughs> That's the first thought. How many gold pieces did you say? 75? Did you get more bread? About uh, 70. <laughs> Ronnie, for the love of God. The naked god. The naked one. <laughs> the naked lizard god. Ooh. Kinky. Um, and so at this point, uh, was there anything else you guys needed to do in this chamber? For that pendant, is that like a necklace? Is it a bracelet? It's a it's a periap, so you wear it like a necklace. Okay. Um, did I you guys want to take a short rest in here? Try to close the door? I, I'd like sure. to Okay, and that's where we will end the episode as the party closes the door. Hey everybody, it's the young Grognar here. I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you have anything you'd like to tell me, any questions or concerns, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. As always, keep it real, and more importantly, keep it dungeonous. Thanks.